Welcome to the Daily Preem by Veloci, where we answer questions about riding, racing, and training every day of the week. I'm your host, Aaron McNanny. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Daily Preem, episode 39. I'm Aaron McNanny. Today we're going to be talking about pace line proficiency, how to better your pace lining experience on group rides, Saturday morning rides, on races, etc. So first of all, I've got th- so I've got three things I want to go over. First of all, uh, remember that smooth is fast and fast is smooth. So as you are rotating and riding alongside of everyone, the smoother you can make all of your movements, the better off everyone is going to be. So as you pull off of the front, you don't want it to be an abrupt movement. You want to kind of slowly maybe decrease by one, one and a half miles an hour into that left or right side column and then make your way back. Maybe the wheel in front of you starts to accelerate faster than what you're used to. So rather than jump on the wheel and snap right back where you need to be, you should gradually increase your speed until you have reattached to that wheel, etc. Uh, the reason being, the more abrupt you are, the more it's just going to throw everyone off and the more everyone's going to be super disorganized and kind of not together on the same page. And that is ultimately what is going to slow down a breakaway pace line group or even on a Saturday morning ride, sometimes you get into these awesome pace lines and they're f- not only are they fun, but you get to go super fast and it's efficient uh, on, maybe if you're on the back half of a really long group ride, it can be kind of nice to have a little bit of reprieve while you're in the draft. So all of those certain sudden bursts of speed, they create that chain effect where all the riders behind you end up needing to catch the wheel. And I mean, it's not only wasting valuable speed potential, you know, like fuel, but it just makes you super disorganized. So what you need to be focused on is making micro adjustments, small changes in speed or position, and allow those around you to respond on their own terms. So you'll save your quick response energy for the periods when you really need it, like a group sprint or whatever. Um, And it's going to allow you to recover and rest inside of that pace line a little bit better. So number one is smooth is fast and fast is smooth. Number two is ride the road. What I mean by this is you need to react inside of the group based on the terrain that you're riding. So, I mean, a neat organized pace line is awesome when you're on a smooth, straight road, but invariably your group is going to find itself on some technical descents or you're going to hit like a punchy climb that lasts for a minute or so when you hit these uh these parts of the road it's totally okay for the group to break up a little bit it's going to get a little bit disorganized um and there may even be some gaps that form which is totally fine the important thing is that the group gets back together as quickly as possible afterwards so what you don't want is one person to take advantage of that kicker and kind of pull away from the group and then everyone's super disorganized because they're like, oh, are we supposed to stay on his wheel? He just laid down 700 watts and now he's way up there. 
you know, is he going to slow down? Do we have to catch him? And you end up losing a lot of that snap energy. You end up burning matches, and it's super disorganized. When the group reforms, you you don't have to feel as though everyone needs to get back into the same wheel that they were on, kind of like in that cir circular rotation. You just have to sort of like as quickly as possible, but sort of gradually move back into that moving mass that you were in. It's sort of like improv. Just feel it out, be as fluid as possible, and after a moment or two, after the descent is done or after that little kicker, everyone should have a good idea of where they can fit back into the mix. So number one is smooth as fast and fast as smooth. Number two is ride the road. And number three is tight as right. What I mean is once a pace line is flowing, you've got to start focusing on what's going to make it even more efficient. So obviously a pace line is efficient in and of itself. You're trading the workload. Everyone kind of has an opportunity to rest within the pace line, within the draft. Um, of course, you know, when you're in that pace line, the group's riding along pretty quickly and comfortably. Um, but like I said, the idea is to go a little bit faster and more efficient. So this is kind of where the skill component comes in, right? So generally speaking, most people will be comfortable getting into a pace line, but when you try to tighten it up and get a little bit more efficient, that's where the comfort level comes in, bike handling skills come in a little bit. And so the idea is you don't just want to be tight with the wheel in front of you. So most people are comfortable um, you know, keeping a safe distance in between their front wheel and the rear wheel in front of them, um, you know, without cross wheeling or anything like that. But you also want to be comfortable riding uh, laterally, so closely with the rider that's next to you. The closer that you ride, the greater the effect of the draft is going to be. You create like a virtual draft tunnel where, you know, starting at the front, this huge like cyclone of dead air is formed so that the riders in the back have an even greater draft potential. And that's good for you because the more they can rest, the more they're going to be able to keep the pace up on the front. Uh, it's a huge mutual synergistic operation, these, these pace lines, these rotating pace lines. So the more efficient that you can be, the more savings you can grant someone else who's resting in the back, the more that's going to benefit you later on uh, down the line. And isn't that just how it is in life in general, right? The more you can help other people, the more things are going to go well for you, kind of like karma. So, I mean, how close should you be riding with the people to the left and right of you? I mean, ultimately, it comes down to the confidence that each rider has. Um, if everyone in the group is a solid rider, there should be no problem riding with elbows like under a foot apart. I mean, especially once you get in a crit and when you're in a crit, everyone's focused on racing. They're less concerned with uh, their comfort their comfort level. So you find that racers are typically riding pretty close to one another and you get used to it. But for those non-racers, it can be a little bit frightening to get kind of in elbow distance from another rider. The more you do it, the more comfortable you are, the more loose you are. You keep the elbows loose so that, you know, there's no, you know, sharp movements. Um... The important thing is you got to grasp that everyone in the group is helping to create draft and minimize the aerodynamic drag. It's not just the riders in the front. So that's why you need to ride left to right as much as you're riding fore and aft. The, the tighter that you can make that, that pace line, it's just going to be so much more aerodynamic, so much less draft, 
and you're going to be able to sustain higher speeds with less energy for a longer period of time. So ultimately, you got one goal, and that's to minimize drag, increase aerodynamics, increase speed, etc. It's awesome. I mean, I love going. I love uh, getting into pace lines. Um, you know, it's it's uh, efficient. It's fun. Makes you go fast. Um, so just go over these one more time. Number one is smooth is fast and fast is smooth. Two, ride the road. And number three, tight is right. If you have any other thoughts about pace lines and how to increase your efficiency while in a pace line, while in a breakaway like this, let me know. I'd love to post it on the website. Uh, anything else, uh, leave a comment below and I will see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to today's Daily Preem. If you have a question you'd like to have answered, DM me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And if you enjoyed the podcast, head over to iTunes and subscribe. I'll see you back here tomorrow.